Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Love is Relentless podcast. We're your hosts, Tommy Reynolds. And Jacelyn Reynolds. We've been married for all of our 20s, so we know what it's like being told that marriage is hard, but not being given direction on how to overcome those obstacles. We're here to help you navigate those obstacles and tackle the taboo topics of being married in your 20s, in the 2020s, so that way you can have a more fulfilling marriage. We're so glad y'all joined us today and we can't wait to dive in. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Welcome back. We appreciate you guys uh, tuning in this week again. I know last week's episode was a little cray-cray, to say the least, so we are back on track. We got plenty of sleep. and My sister called me after, and she was like, if I didn't know you guys, I would have thought you were high. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, it'd be like that sometimes, you know? Uh, yeah, so we're happy to be back and full of sleep. A little hungry right now, but that's okay. That's why yeah. we're going to eat afterwards. All right. A uh, little recap of last week. Kind of went over myths about marriage, mainly for myths in younger marriages, and proved some right, proved some wrong. Kind of had some fun with that. So if you want to get some laughs out and get a semi-decent amount of knowledge about that, definitely recommend checking it out. And this week, we're going to talk about spending so determining who's the spender and who's the saver in your relationship and you'll if anybody knows us you probably already know which ones we are i'm obviously the spender and jason's the saver which you know took a while to admit but it is what it is uh but before we get started we do have a instagram question that we want to go ahead and read off so i'm gonna let jason take that away yeah so we decided that we're gonna actually make this another podcast again because we're getting such great questions, so um, we'll go ahead and spoil alert for next week. Our podcast is going to be kind of talking about just like how to support your spouse through different like career changes or school. Like um, if you if you've listened to any of our podcasts, you knew, know that I was in nursing school, and also that Tommy was in the military and he was in the navy. Um, and after that just kind of like job hops so we definitely have had a lot of different like career changes and school and all of that um so the question like in general was just kind of asking about like how did we support each other through that um like how did we handle all of the different changes um so yeah we will be doing that next week yeah so get ready for that (laughs) all right so now we're gonna go ahead and talk about being the spender and i guess before we start with that try to if you and your spouse haven't already determined who is who i definitely recommend don't get in a fight about it but figure out who's who because it really does help just like everyday life when it comes to even just like going out to dinner and stuff so i definitely definitely feel like it's very obvious though i mean it was for us yeah no it definitely was for us um, yeah, though, so for spenders, I'll kind of go over that because that is my forte for sure. So one thing about being a spender, I feel like I was probably more like more of a spender back in the day until we actually determined like and talked about it and stuff. But definitely one thing about that is just kind of like impulse buying. And that doesn't even mean it has to be something expensive. Just like sometimes like I don't do it anymore, but like I would go to the gas station and get gas and feel like I have to go inside and get something like whether it's like gum or a Coke or whatever it was. 
don't know, just like impulse buying, big things, small things, doesn't really matter. Just kind of off the whim, not even planning to get anything. Just the fact of you have money, you want to spend money, that kind of feeling. And basically spending just because you like to spend. So, I mean, all that kind of just ties in together. Uh, but also, I mean, so that's that's obviously a negative thing about it. But it could also be a good thing because then kind of just get little random gifts here and there for Jacelyn that she's like, how much was that? Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah, that's just... my question every <laughs> single time. Every time, how no matter what How much did you spend on this? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's all good. Um, there was definitely like a while of it when you would go to work and you literally stopped at the gas station every single day. Oh, yeah. And day. I'm like, the amount of charges that we have from 7-Eleven... I'm like, it's got to stop, bro. Like, yeah, 7-Eleven and Subway. something like I'll get, if you want something, I'll get it from Sam's and get like a big pack of it and then just grab it before you go. Yeah, well, we do that now. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, So that's a negative thing. A, I would say like a more on a positive side of being a spender is something that I talked about when we talked about the love languages that I enjoy being generous and um just helping people out whether that's financially or whatever it is and like i mean also that could be a negative thing too just like putting yourself in a hole trying to help others which i think a million percent is okay but you also have to think like i have a spouse that i'm supporting as well like i mean yes she works and everything that's not me saying i'm the breadwinner here because she is but that's okay i'm the sugar mama sugar mama for show (laughs) um but just like like back in the day like i would just give money to people like to help them out without even having a hesitant second thought like oh can we pay our bills this month like that didn't even cross my mind and so that's something that I kind of had to struggle with internally that was like yes I'm doing the right thing helping someone out but I have to make sure I can take care of my own family before helping somebody else out since it's not just me and another thing is feeling like you gain a benefit of a purchase rather than spending so like for me as a spender like so i'm a big car guy and if it was up to me i would have just an abundance of vehicles in a very mediocre house that's just how like i'd rather have a garage bigger than my own house which obviously will never happen but that's okay i'm we've compromised i'm cool with that but (laughs) like with me it's never been like i've never spent money to show off like i know a lot of people Mm. okay i probably have in the past you have 100 (laughs) percent me being more mature now like that's not why i spend money like with me like with cars and like clothing like i buy clothes that i think okay cool i'm comfortable in that and i like it i don't care what people think about them especially like like extremely with cars like i love to have cool cars but never once do i look out the window to see if someone's looking at my car i wouldn't be driving a bright yellow mustang if that was my main focus like i got it because i liked it and i like it's just fun for me but i um, like it I bought it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I like it. I bought it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of my take on the spender is just there's definitely good and bad to both sides, but in a relationship, it's probably more not necessarily the frowned upon one because Jace will be able to tell you all about the savers and kind of the good and bad on that, but definitely the one that needs to be a little bit more careful, Yeah, I would for say. Sure. I agree. I, I'm definitely the saver, obviously, and I feel like my relationship with money has always been, like, I want to keep it because 
like I I like having like a safety blanket almost but it can be like the downfall to being a saver can definitely be like you can be more stingy (laughs) and I I love being a giver but I definitely have a lot more trouble like thinking about like oh well if we do this then how are we gonna pay our bills or how are we gonna have food and so I I have a, like all, a harder time with giving once we have like a ton of money in the bank I'll have no issue <laughs> but <laughs> for the majority of our marriage we have had you know paycheck to paycheck and as unfortunate as that is that's just you know how our marriage has gone and so I definitely have had a lot harder um like time with spending but the savers can also be more like responsible with their money because it's like okay I have it and like for me I'm always trying to think about okay what can we do to make sure that this like goes the longest way so Sam's is super expensive but that's why I like buying stuff from there because I, I can buy it in bulk and we know we have it for a long time so that way I feel like I'm not buying the same thing over and over frequently um but also just kind of like in my mind I'm always have like a running total in my head of like how much money do we have like how much am I going to get on my paycheck what like what week are we getting paid what week do we have things due like what um like bills are coming up that week so I'm like okay if we don't have as many bills this week then we might be able to go out to dinner but if we have like our mortgage coming out or rent coming out obviously that's a very very large purchase coming out so I'm like maybe we shouldn't spend as much this week so it's always like in my head on this like back running total but also saving for the future so there's just (laughs) there's so much in my mind that goes through like with money and saving um like he said he likes to spend just to like have things and I feel like when I spend I feel like I'm losing money instead of gaining value of the item that I'm purchasing. So especially for me, like I wear scrubs at work and so it's essentially pajamas. So I have a really hard time wanting to buy clothes for myself because I'm like, well, I wear scrubs at work. I have like the same four outfits that I wear every single week. And so it's hard for me to want to like buy new things because I'm like, well, I already have clothes that work just fine, so I'll buy a t-shirt or something here and there. And when I do, I'm like, it's like not $10. I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy it. (laughs) Just because like, that's just how I was always raised too, like off the sale rack and the like different, either like hand-me-down stores or stores that have things like discounted. So, but it's a great thing though, because you can find stuff that is way cheaper and then you can have that money for other places so I feel like that kind of brings us to like neither really is like right or wrong um but the main thing for this podcast is just kind of focusing on how to find a middle ground with your spouse because that's obviously like we want to help you not really figure out if you're a spender or a saver but help you have a good middle ground with your spouse yeah, so like for that middle ground, like for us, it was Jacelyn seeing more value in the expensive things and not like like 
it's hard to say that without sounding like bougie like oh she likes the expensive things like that's not what it is at all it's just trying to show her my perspective because like for her especially she would rather spend let's say two grand on a vacation that leaves us with a lifetime of memories whereas me I'd rather go buy two grand worth of stuff for my car because I just like I that's a passion of mine and so I see more value in the car and then I'm like but then I can take you on a ride in the car, you know, have fun. So, (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that, like, I feel like for me, seeing more value in things is more for, like, things that I know will last a lot longer if I buy something more expensive because there were a lot of things, like, I don't even, I can't even think of anything right now, but, like, little things in the past that we would buy and I would buy cheap on it and then it would either break or, like, just, like, not last as long so then we'd have to buy another one and I'm like okay, well, now I just spent double on something. If I would have just spent a little bit more on it in the first place, then we could have had, like, the nicer item. Maybe, like, even, like, like appliances. So, like, our fridge or even small stuff like a blender or, um, like, random stuff like that where I'm like, okay, I'll just buy the $20 one, but then it sucks. And (laughs) Yeah, no, we definitely didn't spend 20 on our fridge, so that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but we will. We have a great. Say, fridge yeah, we're gonna now, have our fridge and, forever, yeah. and it's also just like for, like the laptops that we bought for, literally us starting this podcast, and then for me needing one for work, um, like we chose the higher end route, knowing, well, for one, she's had longer. her old MacBook for. 10 plus years yeah, a long time and so we know they're gonna last a while anyway so we figured we might as well get the good one um well that's like we just bought a new dishwasher too so the one that i wanted was like 500 dollars more than the one we actually bought but the one that we bought was still great so it's like yeah. that was one that we were like okay we're buying something valuable but we don't need top of the line for dishwasher but we also want something that's good quality too so we found like a good middle ground on that and for me um just the compromise that i did was not always having to get the most expensive stuff which i never in my life had gone to like marshall's or like tj maxx home goods like stuff like that i'd never done that before those are literally my favorite yeah. stores. And so, like, even, like, Plato's Closet, Goodwill, like, I didn't even know you could buy stuff from those places. I thought you could only donate. And so, when she introduced me to that, like, probably four or so years ago, like, it changed my life. I, d- I never realized yeah. that he had never been to a place like that. And we were going to, like, I think it was Ken- my sister's wedding. And he needed, like, a nice pair of slacks and a shirt or something. And I was like, okay, let's just go to TJ Maxx or, I don't know, Ross, Burlington you know, they all kind of run together, but he bought like a whole outfit for 50 bucks and he was literally the whole car ride home was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And I'm like, I know it's great. Like, yeah, like I was the guy that in high school would literally go to the polo store to buy a $60 t-shirt because I had a guy so riding stupid. a horse on it. And then I go to TJ Maxx. I was like, I can get 10 of those for 12 bucks. Yeah. They like, have the same stuff. It's like, just way cheaper. I'm a, I look like an NFL athlete with all the Adidas I have, and I don't even have to spend any money on it. It's awesome. So, yeah, there's a pro tip for you if yeah. you've never been yeah. to, like, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Ross, Burlington. I don't know. Yeah, Burlington was where it was at. That's where I got my – I got a suit jacket. I mean, it wasn't for a fun reason. It's when my grandfather passed away, but I got, like, this $400 jacket for, like, 50 bucks. Yeah, and you looked 
great in it too. Yeah, it doesn't fit anymore, but we're getting <laughs> we're getting back there. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, definitely recommend going to those places if you haven't. If you're the spender, I promise you, same quality. It's literally the exact same clothes, just for ninety percent less. Yeah. So that's like one thing that we obviously did is, I slowly have been able to see value more in things, and he's also like, okay, I don't have to spend sixty dollars on a t-shirt. When I don't have that much to spend, I can spend 10. <laughs> now we know. Yeah. Uh, another thing, this isn't really on the spender saver thing, but this is just about finances in general. Um, something that I feel like we did it pretty early on. We weren't really, what's the word? Foreign to it, I guess. But like just talking about your financial decisions together. Um, it does affect both of you in the relationship, whether you're the spender or saver, completely irrelevant at that point. At the end of the day, you have bills you have to do. Um, like if one of you, you don't always need a new car, but if you need a new car, need a new laptop, whatever it may be personally, like if, like, if it was like just when we got married, I'll, I'll, I'll just talk about my deployment, like 2017. So literally five years ago, five and a half years ago, whenever it was, um, like when I was on deployment, like I was spending money, like when I would hit port, cause I'd be on the boat for a month or two at a time. And then I'd get into port, wanted to go kind of hang out with some friends, um, just go sightseeing and all this stuff. Like I was just spending money, not even thinking about what was in my bank account. Cause I knew like, I knew I was in the military. I get paid the exact same down to the penny every single two weeks. I know exactly what I'm going to get paid. And so I knew how much I had, but I didn't know that Jason was back home dealing with like $2,000 worth of car issues that I didn't know about until the next day when I woke up to some not so very nice text messages because, <laughs> you know, yeah. that was fun. But that was, I don't, I think we talked about it on one of our podcasts on like how he was on FaceTime and literally just had his head down the whole time. That was the same like. Uh, port I guess when I was like all I wanted to do is talk to you and then you're too drunk to (laughs) answer the phone and I've also been having these like major car issues and I had to get my car towed and I'm here alone and you're across the world spending god knows how much too much that's all we know I Um, was not happy (laughs) yeah that being said though just like Obviously, she tried to have that conversation with me and with that financial decision. But, like, I should have, at the time, paid more attention to, one, what we had in our account. And also just, like, what was going on with her. Like, telling her, like, hey, I'm going out with the boys today. Might spend a couple hundred bucks, yada, yada, yada. Instead of just doing it and thinking, like, ah, we're good. Because, like, technically, we had the money in the account. But then when she had to get the car stuff done like our account was basically empty and i just got paid like the day before so we had like two weeks where i'm on deployment it's not affecting me whatsoever like personally because i'm on the other side of the world she's back home having to pay these bills and like emailing me once every three or four days when i have service to email trying to figure out like hey how are we gonna pay our rent this month like we don't have any money and so yeah that was not fun but i'm glad it was worth it for you oh yeah i had a great time (laughs) Oh, goodness. But yeah, so setting ground rules on spending is definitely a huge thing because like even now when, um, so I I work night shift and so sometimes I'll get off and be like, some of the girls want to go to brunch and so I'll text him if he's awake or sees it. (laughs) 
which is not usually the case. Yeah, but 7 a.m.? No, if I don't have a meeting, I'm sleeping. But I'll just be like, hey, like, um, some of us want to go to brunch, like, just letting you know, whatever. And, but just, like, small purchases, too. It doesn't, for, for me, I feel like that's just a respect thing, even if, like, whoever makes more money, like, it shouldn't be a case to where, like, you have to tell them every single penny you're spending because that becomes, like, manipulative and controlling but when you know that you have a partnership with somebody and you are merging your lives together and your finances together it should be a mutual respect on like hey I want to go to dinner with a friend just a heads up or like hey I want to go see if I can buy new like Christmas decor or something like that and then same with him like I want to get new headlights on my car or something like just having that mutual respect that open conversation to talk about your finances together and set ground rules on like how much you're spending together. I feel like that's definitely important. And then really just kind of to kind of wrap everything up, kind of a shorter one today. Just be flexible, have open discussions to hear each other out on this on the finances issue and like I said, have that conversation, find out who's the spender, who's the saver. Usually it's a very obvious thing. Um I know it like the second we actually talked about it, we knew instantly like which was which. Because I definitely like when I was a kid, I feel like I was a saver, but I had like six bucks a month, so it wasn't really hard, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, no, just like I said, be flexible, have the conversations, and I think it's definitely like just learning how to kind like we talked about finding that middle ground on like the saver trying to find a more like see the value in items more. Um, if it actually is worth like an item that has value, I guess, like not, you know, for me, I love cars, but like not the way he does. Like I like a nice SUV that gets me from point A to point B that like has like a backup camera and whatever, but I'm also not like, I need to add like all of these extra things on there. Like he wants to, because for me, cars are like, they don't, they're not an investment. And so we're at the point now in our lives that I want to see value like long-term and retirement. She says that now, like that. but so I'll tell you all There's this. only a few I'll cars. Tell you, I'll tell you this. My dream, <laughs> my dream car to rebuild is a 1957 Chevy Bel Air coupe, right? So six, seven years ago, I told her about this and like, if it was up to me, I would have just bought one and put it in a lot somewhere knowing the value was going up again because at the time I could have got one that ran worked just fine for in between two to five grand now if I want to find that car one with no wheels no motor just the bodies are like 15 to 20 thousand dollars right now but she didn't want to listen back in the day because she didn't back see the in value. The day, you were spending all your money and yeah, Dubai. I mean, we, we didn't have the money to buy it anyway. But if we did, <laughs> there's no way <laughs> would have been one heck of an investment. That's what so. I'm saying, though. There's but now stuff I'm, like, I'm still going to get the car. It's just going to cost about ten times more. So. Stuff like that, like if it is going to add value in the future, sure. But most of the time, cars don't. I should go get a Ferrari just because it's probably going to be more valuable in the future. No. Nah. Yeah. No. But good idea, babe. Thanks. No. Oh my goodness. All that to say is spenders pull pull back your reins a little bit because <laughs> you don't always have to like find the most expensive things. There's 
other things out there that you can get that are going to still do the same job and you can spend like half the money. So Savers, don't be a cheapskate. That is all. <laughs> little <laughs> subtext there. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Savers, just kind of open yourself up a little bit more. See the value. And like she was saying earlier, like we... We're not going to buy the cheapest thing because we know it's not going to last as long. Not as good a quality. I mean, that's not always the case. You can get very, very cheap items for like that are solid quality. So you make your own judgments there. It's all based on your personal finances and your relationships. I mean, for anyone on here, you could have been where we were the last six years. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) To where you're like, hey, the cheapest thing is the most expensive I could buy. That's fine. Yeah. We've been there. So if it's ramen for a month. You, know, you do what you gotta do. Get your do. sodium. Have fun with it. <laughs> so yeah, nah, just make your own calls on that, but definitely definitely have that conversation for sure. So we already talked about next week's topic, which is going to be supporting your spouse through different like career changes. So that will be a fun one because um, we have a lot of experience with that. <laughs> Way too much, but that's why we're here. We get to help you all out. Yeah, so... If you haven't followed us on Instagram yet, we are at Love is Relentless Podcast. Um, obviously, you can send us DMs with any questions you have, and we will try to answer them on our podcast. We'll either make a whole one, or if it's like a quick answer, then we'll answer them um, before we get started on that to topic for the day. So, But as always, we hope this podcast helped you in some sort of way and helps your marriage so that way your love is relentless. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We'll see y'all next week. Bye.